last time on the talent agency. Some days they're paid for espionage. Other days they're paid for extraction. This time, two runners will witness the ultimate payment. Someone's life. Radio City, a community built on dirty streets, dirty martinis, and the dirtiest bass drops in the center of Liverpool. The heart of the community is caught in the cold grasp of a media mega corporation, Horizon. They've bought out the city in the name of both peace and profit. Two interlopers enter the mean and suspiciously clean streets with a mission to dig dirt and a hankering to disturb the peace. Razmataz, a playwright with a penchant for disguise, this time passing himself off as a DJ from a smaller corporation, invited for a guest show. He comes as a pair with Papaya, a femme who is incredibly and terminally fatal. They met the rogues gallery of Horizon that are running the radio city with a soft, kind, and unyielding fist. Nida Olavsky, director. Zeke Riggle, 24-7 DJ. Derek Cochran, R&D lead. This town used to run on rock and roll. Now it's fueled by Fox Populi. The public's opinion is your lifeblood in Radio City. And those who don't play nice will find themselves exsanguinated. The popular are given privileges. The unpopular are given very stern reminders to better contribute to the community. Despicable. The people are happy. They're supposed to be. A healthy soundtrack of subliminal subacoustic music keeps everyone on even keel, even if they'd rather not be. But there's trouble in paradise. Resentment brews among citizens. People see, people talk. And when people talk, people die. As the seconds tick into a new day, the residents of Radio City observe the midnight vote. A chance to highlight the troublemakers you've seen throughout the day. And now, a new day dawns. Insight, foresight, more sight. The clock on the wall reads a quarter past midnight. This is the Talent Agency. Investigate a rival media company, Horizon, in their social betterment project, Radio Haven. They took the train to Liverpool's Radio City, more than just a single radio station, but now an entire community, uh, to dig up some dirt about them to feed back to their Ms. Johnson. Fortunately for the Ms. Johnson, but maybe unfortunately for the people of Radio City, there's been a number of mysterious deaths. Uh, beyond the level that would normally cause in a rather tightly run city. 
uh, in exploring the city under the guises DJs, Papaya and Raz met a variety of different characters, some of which like to start fights because that's the kind of characters that they are. And then at the end of the day, just before they went to sleep in the haze between asleep and awake, a state of daydream, they were given a vote on a social networking platform, Horizon Online, to highlight any troublemakers that have been operating within the community. After their vote, and even irrespective of who they voted for, it was found that two people, Liu Ping, punky, aggressive teenage musician, and Sharon Baxter, an old school uh, thug for hire turned pious priestess of the Church of Tupac, have been highlighted as troublemakers. And with that, we return to the next morning in Radio City. You both wake up in your hotels. It is a bright, sunny morning. You feel relaxed. Uh, you roll on one side and there's an uncomfortable sensation. It's because you realise that you have earplugs in still and you remove them. You go to check the local news, or rather, your pad immediately turns on and uh, starts playing the, the local news of headlines. Top of the order, a body has been discovered in town square. People are in the local police force are currently investigating. This report has been given out not 15 minutes ago. So, what would you like to do? Um, before we get started for the day, I would like to contact Miko Taishi, who is one of my informants. Mm -hmm. She is a personal assistant to a CEO of the Ares Corporation. Okay. And I do this over my private comms, for obvious reasons. And... Do I get through, is the question? Yeah, it brings a couple times in. Good morning. Hello, Miko. It's, uh... Your old friend. Ah, uh, okay. What do you need this time? So, uh, an employee of the Ares Corporation. Someone by the name of Derek Cochran. He, he doesn't work there anymore. Oh, no, no, I know Derek. Okay. Um, he generated quite a stir. He works in marketing. Ah, I see. Yeah, um... Or worked in marketing. Um, he did a whole bunch of uh, various recruitment adverts for us. And those kind of like the first day you're on a job and they put a video on to tell you how to do the job. And they're really like charmless and a bit goofy. Sure. Uh, those videos, but for like PMCs rather than for <laughs> retail. Um, Don't forget to shoot things. Yeah. But he was let go. Um, his, his videos were quite aggressive. Mm. Like, they they were just off message a lot. I th I think was the the reason why for being like a. Plus, he's a surly son of a bitch, so that was probably not going to help his case. Understandable. What do you know about him personally? Oh well, mm, let me cut to the chase here. I'm looking for dirt. What can I hang over him? Oh well, the fact that he was you know fired from a pretty high ranking job in marketing sure. is pretty bad. Um, you don't just, like, leave a corporate job unless you fuck up, like, real serious. I haven't seen too many of his adverts, we, you know, like, there's many branches of Aries. I don't think we personally worked together, but he was talked about in the newsletter. Okay. You know, uh, initially for how good he was, and then later for, you know, people recently being let go. 
any kind of uh, internal rumors about potentially the causes or the content of said marketing? Oh, um, he's really passionate about psychoengineering. Okay. Um, you know, like media to uh, tell people how to think or give suggestions mm. in that kind of thing. Where does he work now, you say? Uh, he works for Horizon in social betterment. Well, uh, that... If you can believe that, based on the hostility apparently present in his marketing. But that makes sense, I guess. It certainly um, does. If he likes to psychoanalyze people. Precisely. Um, I'm just wondering, I might need something from him later. And there's got to be... I assume if he's been hired here, his history is known. He, they probably already know he was fired and probably oh, yeah. know why. Like, you know, I'm, if he's still in job, they headhunting him. I need something to push his buttons. I, 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 would, I would assume, from what I kind of remember about... Uh, she sends you one of his uh, videos nearer the end of his career. Okay. Um, and it's about... Um, finding suspicious people in your community, open brackets, and what to do to them, close brackets. <laughs> it's harsh stuff. Uh, uh, you figure that it might have been... I, I think this was... Um, it was made probably to kind Because of, I don't think he could... He, uh, he's not stupid. He wouldn't have like broadcast this anywhere. I think he kind of made it to get something out of his system, and it fell into some wrong hands, and they sold it to... They... they, they you know, they, they traded the information for a leg up in Aries, and he <coughs> didn't fall for that, you know. It's um, the equivalent of, see it, say it, stop it. <laughs> yeah, they saw them and was like, ooh, that's a bit spicy. That's a, that's a bit too spicy for, for this company. Yeah. And then he was let go. In terms of just embarrassing things, I don't really know, I can look into it for you. I'm looking more along the lines of blackmail, but whatever you can dig up. I'll, I'll be happy to work with. I am currently within Horizon's uh, City ha uh, Radio Haven. You may have heard of their little operation. If there's something I can do for you inside here, I'd be happy to exchange it if you can give me something I can work with. Well, I, I know of Radio City in Liverpool, if that's what you mean. I think it's Radio City, not Haven. I thought that was the name that they were calling it. Uh, Horizon are calling it the Radio Haven Project. Yes, uh, Radio City and... Indeed, I plan on finding out information about the Haven project. Well, hmm. I mean, we If are... you were to get something that might be able to be leaked to your manager, your, your boss, as it were, I'm sure that might be financially viable to put pressure on them for partnership, perhaps, for their security forces. Huh. Horizon isn't super on board for the whole physical violence stuff. Like, they, they, they experimentally released a rapier at one point. <laughs> a rapier? Interesting. Yeah, like... What did it do? It's just a sword. It's a branded sword. Okay. Um, I might have to keep my eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, sort of popular among Shadowrunners for a while, like yourself, you know. Like, even, even Shadowrunners by brand. Sure, sure. I mean, uh, like, Ares has that entire line of pistols that all Shadowrunners own because they like the gun, unless they don't like the gun. So, yeah, they, they're not very good at outward displays of physical hostility. They do, I, I guess, as, they've see, as you've seen, they are more likely to enlist local police rather than hire internal. But yes, um, <coughs> the, the, the may, they may well be useful information to sell With the right between. kind of pressure, you can create contracts with anyone. Yes. 
for the meantime, uh, she's happy to go and see if she can find any additional information that you don't know sure. already about uh, Derek for you. He's high strung. That's, that's about all I got so mm. far. Um, yeah, that's fine. I'm Cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, you, if there's anything I can do for you while I'm here, please just drop me a, drop me a message. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. He taps his comlink and uh, taps out. Mm. Hey, kids. Do you want to see a dead body? Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate, let's go. Yeah. Oh, my God, I, dead people. <laughs> I, I, I throw on the, like, I, I, I take a quick moment in the mirror, look at the remnants of the makeup that was left on from last night and try my best to, to go over what was already there to mm, just reinforce it. To and fix it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a level of latex bits and pieces done because... Your cheekbones are sharper than sure. before. You have fake hair and yeah. fake beards. I, I think easy. I'm just putting on shit contouring on top yeah. of the, the pre-existing yeah. facial structure, yeah. so maybe my makeup isn't that great. It's a little rough today, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, we, we, you, the camera kind of cuts to uh, Town Square. Similar to when you got off the train station and it was like cobbled streets and kind mm-hmm. of old towny, even though anthropologically and uh, architecturally that wouldn't make sense. Any sense yeah. um, town Square's that, but worse. There's a big fountain, all the buildings. One of them looks proper like York-style Waterland Orb, but it's just like, that doesn't make any sense for where we currently are and in the time period we are. But more important than all that, there's a dead body outside. Uh, next to the central fountain, um, there are in fact two dead bodies Um, out there with a handful of local police and a mortician standing around. They Um, look quite relaxed for the fact that there's a dead body on the floor. They're they're not particularly concerned. Um, The enforcement, are they paying attention to the actual scene or are they actually just kind of trying to create a cordon sort of situation? Uh, Well, they they are very listlessly doing their job um, in so far as... Um, they won't let people get within a certain range of the body. Sure. But for the most part, they are just eating donuts and chatting shit. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so with the security company, what um, do they have a particular company they work for? Or? Oh, there, there was a, just a strip badge that says Radio City Police. Okay, cool. That's fine. RCPD. I'm thinking we go in disguise. I, I was thinking very, very similarly, because I, I was sort of considering just the straight up, oh my god, what's going on over there approach. But I think that gets very thrilling. No, um, so I'm thinking uh, out of sight, Raz would like to go, potentially leading Papaya and saying, so, how would you like to look? What would you like to look like? And uh, I don't know if I'd have to spend a plot point for this, but... Um, I would say uh, I can take out our IDs mm-hmm. and, well, my IDs at least, and sort of have something that's generically authority based, not necessarily specific to this police department because okay. I'm not that prepared, mm-hmm. but uh, potentially like a freelance detective style identity. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, I can believe that. I am going to sorcery disguise us rather than physically. I'm just going to literally illusion us into looking however we want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am going to myself be a dwarf with a ridiculously overblown beard. It's mm-hmm. going to be this. It's going to be almost like a crew cut, mm-hmm. but a beard. 
Um, so it's a crew cut in reverse. Okay. Um, I am completely shaven uh, on top, but um, and my outfit is suddenly dressed down. I look extremely formal and probably wearing a security vest of some kind. Okay. Um, and I, I, I'm just trying to look as official security formal uniformy mm-hmm. as I can, basically. Lab coat. Okay. Fashionable lab coat, though. It's got a sort of asymmetric hemline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fashion lab coat. Fashion lab coat. So, Shuri in uh, Black Panther with her kind of, like, lacy lab coat. I think that's solid in terms of clean. You are believable yeah. until people start to poke or stare at you for too long. <laughs> okay, cool. In that case, uh, the identity on this card is... It's just Julius Caesar. That's actually there's no pun. It's just his name okay. is Julius Caesar. Sure. While you're while you guys are uh, <coughs> behind uh, an alleyway, sure. cha- changing and getting getting yourself suited up, uh, the mortician or the morgue lady or whatever, she stops inspecting the body, pulls out a coffee cup, and then walks over to go and stand like sit on a bench, a ways away. And another um, prim, slightly needly looking woman in an army jacket wanders over and starts talking to her. Okay. Papa, does your, do your drones have any kind of audio equipment? Uh, yes, my PA drone does. Um, I was just wondering if perhaps we can, whilst we're talking to some officers... Have it eavesdrop. Uh, yes. Right. Um, we can say it's inspecting the scene. For evidence scanning or something. Okay, so with that in mind, uh, I will approach the officer nearest to these two. If there's someone within a reasonable range to make that, yeah, there is somebody. There is there is a there is a police officer <coughs> standing immediately next to the area where the two dead bodies lie. Sure. Okay, so I approach this guy's and just walk up, head down, and as I get close, I look up and I look him directly in the eyes and. I don't offer my hand to Name is Julius. Julius Caesar. <laughs> I flash my ID card. Yeah, he still snorts. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, we're here to uh, investigate the scene. What have you got so far? Who sent? We're working for, uh, we've, we've been brought in by the Horizon Corp. As an external investigator. He looks incredibly exasperated. And he's like, Look, all I can this... say, we were told that you're just not getting results. And we're here to find out what's going on. But it's them who have arranged so we don't give... Mm, uh, and then c- c- catches himself and is like... I, I, I can't profess to understand how they work. This is... They, 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 they do all sorts of bullshit. They don't, don't tell them I told you that. The corporations, man. What are you going to do? Mm. Uh, if you want to... Find out about what's going on here. Speak to Jane. She's the mortician lady. She inspected them, whatever. I'm just here to make sure that people don't touch him. You can see over his shoulder because you're immediately next to him. Yeah, I was going to say... The um, two bodies that you see um, are just two people lying there looking like. um, They look a bit mortified. um, But there is uh, Sharon Baxter and Lee Ping are dead next to the fountain. Well, that's a real shame. I'm going to assume that... In fact, I'm not even going to acknowledge the officer at this point. I'm going to just walk past him, mm-hmm. uh, assuming he doesn't try to stop me, 
and walk over to the body. I won't touch them. No, he will stop you if you try and go and cross the, the lines of the body. He just sticks his arm out. It's like, I don't care. So yeah. how close uh, are we to... So he's, like, what, standing a couple metres in front of the thing? They're, 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 the cordoned off area is actually sure. not massive. Right, okay. Um, they seem to have done a... Um, they seem to be kind of, like, minimising the amount of town that's blocked off okay. because... Uh, so he tries to stop me from proceeding and I live on How much is your dog worth to you? Are you paying me off or are you just being no. difficult? I mean, I could just talk to your supervisor and say that you interrupted the one person that was sent here to do your goddamn job properly. He leans forward and is like, we'll go do it then. All right, as, as you wish. Uh, <laughs> but He's not going to curtail... To, to nothing. Okay, uh, so how much are your knees worth to you? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm probably trying to intimidate him, really, and I don't have that as an active skill, but... It's just straight charisma, then, if yeah, you want to do that. That's absolutely. Cool. Um, I'm going to spend my final pot point for a glitch dice. Okay. I rolled it all together uh, <laughs> with one success, so yeah, that's probably not going to work out. One success and what's in the glitch dice? Uh, nada. Nothing useful in the glitch dice, okay. Nope. Uh, oh, one well. success and you try to intimidate. Uh, yeah. So I'm just like, at the end, then, then he responds with, yeah, go, do like, then. go do it then. Go do it then. Like I say, if you, wanna, if you want details, I, um, not per- I'm just making sure that nobody gets close to the body. That's fine. Speak to Jane if this is really your, she's more up on this than I am. That's I'm fair. just here for donuts. Uh, can I see anything about the scene from where I am? So yeah, what you can immediately see mm-hmm. are two bodies. Yeah. They are... You can tell that they were they, they were on the ground and they have been flipped face up. Okay. So they've clearly been moved from wherever they were landing. Yeah, they weren't they, they, they don't seem to be they've been moved particularly far. There are chalk outlines. Sure. And they are more or less where those bodies immediately are, but it seems that they have been moved just so that they were not face down okay. on the floor. Um, aside from that, they l- don't look harmed at all. Okay. They're dead, but you can't see anything on sure. them. Um has Papaya's drones, have they uh, w- w- heard anything at this point, do you think? Okay, so, uh, what, let's what? go do an operation roll for those drones. Drone operation is a skill, it defaults to logic if you don't have it. Uh, okay, so the one drone goes over to uh, where the... Are you happy with that level of success before it can so happens? Cool. They're, they're not equipped for it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Subterfuge is not what these drones are no. for. They're probably in a very notable colour as well. Actually. Yeah, it's probably yeah. just tripping over there going, bleep, bloop, bloop, bleep, I am not. <laughs> Papaya uh, is spying on you. <laughs> Papaya oh would like to know what you are saying. Please speak louder. Uh, uh, but yeah, there is a... Um, the drone goes over to where the... Um, morgue lady and the severe lady in the military jacket are having a conversation and it starts to over here they watch it just move up to them <laughs> very on and as they then slowly wind down their conversation and the uh, pointy one it's like hi uh, drone are you is this thing authorized is this one of yours she just she, she looks at the uh, the, the 
morgue lady. I don't actually know the proper term for I the think person. It is mortician. Who's, mortician. Cool. Because yeah. uh, mortician feels like it's the that's the person who's going to be like you know making them look real good for the no, coffin. No, I they're think a, it's actually a mortician. Is the they're actually a mortician. Right? Okay, cool. I think. Looks in the well. Don't I, I, I can just be wrong. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm happy to be wrong. Um, it's how we grow. <laughs> so, uh, so is this is this yours? And the the mortician is shaking her head slowly. No. What what is this thing? Who addresses addressing the drone directly? It's like, uh, who do you belong to? Uh, at this point, I come running up to it, looking quite panicked, and clutch the drone out of the sky, mm-hmm. and say, "Sorry, sorry, in life, sir, and I'm I'm so sorry about that. My name is Miss Enzik, sir Enzik. Pleased to meet you. How are you doing?" <laughs> I like it. You get a point for, for that. That was a sudden, sudden punny name that works with the thing. Shit. There's some Phoenix Wright ass name. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, she's like, Miss Enzix? Yes. Uh, I don't think, I'm, I was, I'm the only mortician assigned from the police department for this. I'm forensics. Forensics from forensics. Do you get it? <laughs> Are you cosplaying? <laughs> go, go make some kind of. It's gotta be a con roll. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're just lying about who you are. It's a shit lie. It's a terrible lie. It's a really but bad lie. it is still a lie, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Can I count this as a performance, please? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I'd like to Edge to reroll. Oh, what? Uh, for a glitch line? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's an exploit! Alright, so no, how many so hits did you get? Three and Three hits with an exploit, okay. At three successes, she doesn't immediately dismiss the idea that you are who you say you are and what you're supposed to be doing. Um, but she is... She's not lying when she's like... Was expecting there only to be one person really looking at the body. But... She, like all the rest of the cops who are at the scene, are both tired, faintly disinterested, and here because they're supposed to be for PR reasons. And she's like, well, I go, I, I'm, I'm dying for a smoke, the forensics woman says on the crime scene. Goodness, pay me off and you can turn the place. Fantastic, uh, I'll do nicely. Uh, and uh, she, you can give her maybe a cred stick, so there's this physical, ca- you have some burner physical cash on yeah. you. Trying to touch devices seems like a bad idea for illegal monies. Um, she, like, removes a name tag, pins it to you, so you're the mortician now. Uh, <laughs> Yay! I guess, I? <laughs> I guess I should probably give you the rundown of the thing I found, um, uh, but whatever, and she, she pulls a folded piece of paper from her pocket and gives it to you and then wanders off. Clue unlocked. Signs of poisoning. Victims were scanned by medics. They died of nervous and respiratory failure. Traces of cyanide were found from a mouth swab. Uh, uh, the lady who was speaking to her when you interrupted all delightful and glee and dead bodies um, (laughs) is looking very confused and a bit put out about being sort of ignored. She's like, uh, Miss Enzix, you say? Yes, Enzix. You're supposed to be here. Well, I 
clearly can't trust the local police anymore. Uh, and as uh, she, as this uh, mortician wanders away, um, this woman frowns and uh, votes her down in her pen <laughs> on her phone upon leaving. Well, if you're going to be uh, in charge of this, car, this investigation, I should be talking to you instead of her. Exactly. Uh, I am Carmelina, Carmelina Limardi. I am uh, part of the uh, district residential District 2 Neighbourhood Watch. Ah, pleased to meet you. Got to be vigilant in this community. Exactly. Yes. Profile unlocked. Carmelina Limardi. Late 40s elf. She, her. Head of Sector 2 Neighbourhood Watch. Ex-military. Hates troublemakers. Um, I'm just going to say that I'm listening in over your comms. Sure. Absolutely. So as soon as she's like, we don't trust the local cops, I'm going to be like, ah, and slowly peter over. I won't interrupt, but I'll I'll peter over. There's a local cop with even less authority. Here's a non-local cop who is an external investigator and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're being fed the through line, so you have your stories match. Mm. Sure. Cool. So... You can show me the two people. They didn't. They didn't let me close before. And I. I think I should. As a, I. I need to see if this is. A, I, I saw the report that somebody had died. And if this is part of my local community, I think it's only responsible for me to also know. So correct. And as a forensics person, I should also investigate the body. We shall head over. <laughs> I have a colleague who will help us. Yeah, um, as you walk over, you frantically look at these notes being like, I need to fucking know what's this shit. I don't think it's a good idea if the citizen here goes onto the scene, but you should go through. Uh, I think, frankly, if she tries to go through, they're going <clears> to <throat> be quite upset about the change in staff. So, um, hi, pleased to meet you. Uh, my name's Julius. I'm an external investigator. The, the local cops, they're just not up to scratch these days, you know? Well, I used to date one, but... Carmelita Car- Car- Limardi, she says. Carmelita, that's a beautiful she name. She has an older woman voice now, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the cadence of your voice, darling. Where did you get Oh, thank you, it's delightful. Um, well, uh, actually, um, I, uh, well, I wanted to see... And she's, like, actively leaning over and trying to see... Oh, I know them! I know that that's that's Leo and Sharon. Leo and Sharon, who are they? And how do you know them? I'd like to get as much information from you as possible. Tell you what, while the forensics lady here is investigating, why don't you and me have a chat over here? Mm-hmm. Out of the way of those cops. Yes. Um, so you said Sharon and Leo. How, how do you know them? Well they are they they are uh, people who live within residential district two. I see. Okay. Which is where my neighbourhood watch is. It is neighbourhood watch residential district two. Well, uh, and um, I I saw them. I saw them uh, last night, actually after curfew. I make sure I, I pride myself on taking a stroll around the community uh, just after curfew, just to make sure that no one else is breaking curfew. And she so pauses that, for a bit, and that, the, that makes total sense. Like the gears in her head take a little bit, being like, "But if I'm out after curfew, <laughs> so, what rules um, am I breaking?" Oh God! Uh, Julius Caesar is holding a book in front of his hands, and like, and uh, a very old timey book. And he's like. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, people wandering around after dark, and he's making a show of draw- writing yeah, in the book. Yeah, all this information um, down. So, but he's just narrating to the yeah. book as he goes. <laughs> um, um, and she also says that she saw them. Uh, she called out to them uh-huh. as they were. They looked like they. they what looked, time was this? They were, this was after curfew. I think it Ooh. was about um, midnight ish. That's that's awfully late after curfew. 
Yeah. Interesting. Don't think about it too hard, <laughs> she says. Uh, I, I, I call out for them, and um, they looked like they were heading towards the center of town. Mm. And um, where did you see them? I apologize, I didn't catch it. Just uh, a couple in, within the residential district, too. Oh, they didn't respond. Are they, uh, would you say they're involved with a criminal element? Is, have they been in trouble lately? Well, I've seen, I, well, uh, Sharon used to be involved in the criminal element all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is she still wearing she her non-habit? She changed, huh? Is she still wearing her non-habit? No, she's in play place. Okay. Uh, you know, she's been trying to change her ways, but I, yes, I say once a criminal, always a criminal. It's very difficult to. Oh, it's certainly too late now. Did she have any enemies that you knew of? What about this Liu character? Oh, Liu was, uh, if you'll pardon my French, a little shit. Enough to kill a man? I mean, you were out after curfew. What were you up to? Doing... I'm, p- she, <laughs> I'm she, just trying to, like... Put yeah. Her, um, she she uh, starts in surprise and narrows her eyes at you. And when you, she narrows her eyes at you, in, the, in those eyes, you know that she has seen things. Sure. And the uh, army jacket that she is wearing, which is maybe for fashion, but it's not for fashion. It was... Uh, it is an actual army jacket. Sure. She looks at you with a cold intensity that not everybody can. Sure. I take my neighborhood watch very seriously. Okay. So when they didn't respond, you did what? You just let them go? After curfew? When you take your job so seriously? I noted them down. Their blood is on your hands. If you didn't stop them... She looks genuinely offended by that. <laughs> if, if you failed in your duty to stop them, and return them to their homes. Their deaths. You're responsible. Well. Um, she, <coughs> at that point, immediately, she looks genuinely angry and turns on her heel and immediately walks away from you, okay. uh, muttering under her voice, and then we'll miss them anyway. <laughs> okay. Um. Clue unlocked. Scene after curfew. Carmelina Limardi saw two victims after curfew. They were seen leaving residential sector 2 for the town centre. She called out to them, but they didn't respond. Uh, well, that could have gone better. <laughs> <laughs> Our troops. Um, okay, so you were in the middle of... Looking at the bomb. You found out that they were poisoned by cyanide. Yes. Um, I think at this point... Um, but Bio, have you seen anything... Is there anything unusual about the scene at all, other than the bodies? Hmm. Can I use sort of like an investigation role? Yeah, uh, this is a point where I think you would go, you should make a logic roll, right. um, just generally. And the, this is both from the information you get from, from the memo. And yeah, you start looking around as well, actually. But both of you make a perception check for me. as Which you both. Is... Uh, it is willpower plus logic. So uh, with your three successes, um, you take a kind of look around the space papaya and the place looks really clean, like quite, quite clean. Um, you can tell that they clearly, as part of the process of curfew, that they spend some time cleaning up the space. Um, you uh, look around and you see a lot of security cameras uh, where the um, speakers are propped on top of it. They're playing soothing music as they were yesterday because it's the morning. Um, it's a Saturday, so it's just a relaxed morning this time around, rather than it being a let's-go-to-work morning. 
Um, so there's lots of security cameras that you can see. There's a couple of gates, big white gates that were clearly put there roughly around the same time, the same level of um, just overtime wear and tear that the security cameras are. They block off certain routes. If all of them were closed, it would be quite difficult to get in or out of the town square, but currently they're all open. Um, you also take a thing to, you can't really think of what cyanide, much about cyanide off the dome, except for the fact that, you know, cyanide kills people. Yeah. So you take the time to Google it. And do you find out in your brief Google about uh, cyanide? Clue unlocked. Facts about cyanide. Prevents cell respiration, causing nervous and respiratory failure. Lethal in as small a dose as 200 milligrams. Found in some fruit seeds, photography chemicals, pesticides, and emergency blood pressure medication. As you continue to uh, inspect the, the gates and security cameras, and maybe like, well, maybe those security cameras would have seen someone. Yeah. And uh, you try and access those cameras, even if, um, you know, even if you have to work out to like hack a password or something, if these things are connected to Wi-Fi, like most of the security cameras you normally see, uh, it should be easy to at least work out if it's possible to get into those. And you find that there is no dedicated Wi-Fi signal for the security cameras. There's a general Wi-Fi signal for the space that gives you, that makes your horizon line work. No camera access. Interesting. It's a wired connection, maybe. This is very unusual for sort of like the general. Yeah, device. it's um, this this in the age of Wi-Fi, most things have. It's how AR works. Augmented reality works because there is a Wi-Fi field that projects within that certain space. You know, the physical bounds of AR is where you actually do or don't get Wi-Fi, um, and you do have AR currently, so that's your Horizon Line stuff. But none of that seems to be connected to, it's almost as if, as far as the general Wi-Fi connection is, those cameras and gates and speakers don't exist, which means that they're connected separately. Clue unlocked. Surveillance system. The town's security system operates without Wi-Fi and cannot be remotely accessed. It features cameras and automatic gates. Uh, with your roll of eight, you do a more kind of detailed look around the space uh, you realise that even if they clean, you know, even if they, they make sure that obvious trash is uh, is cleaned away, there were dead bodies that have been here until morning, until they were discovered. Sure. So possibly clean-up is before the point where these people died, mm -hmm. or the clean-up intentionally avoided, or they weren't able to clean this area. So you're like, okay, so let's do some finer digging in to see if we can look around. Okay. Uh, there's a trash can. You look for a moment, you, you, you hesitate being like, am I going to go and root around in some trash? Absolutely. And then you're like, actually, this trash can seems to be pretty empty. <laughs> yeah, That's and, convenient. Mm, uh, they, you, uh, you look up the um, general like info on Horizon Line about the Tug Square and it gives you a whole bunch of bullshit history about the place. Yeah. The history is actually accurate, but doesn't seem to fit aesthetically with the place because the trappings are fake. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of politeness guidelines for interacting in the town square. Okay. And a lot of it is actually like not really doing stuff in the way of public eating in the town square because then you have to throw your food packets away and it's just easier to say you can't eat here right. than eat here and throw your waste in the trash. Okay. So you were expecting to have to go through a whole bunch of like, you know, burgers and 
subway and shit. Well, there's none of that. Um, most of it is kind of like papers and stuff like empty batteries and things like that. But you right. do find a receipt, okay. which is the main piece of paper that you find in there, aside from general other bits of like sure. bits of broken plastic or metal. Um, it is uh, from Radio City Auto Pharmacy. Clue unlocked. Barcoded receipt. It's from Radio City Auto Pharmacy. It says, raw components, costing zero new yen. There's a barcode and sale ID number. <laughs> I was going to ask if it might. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. Papaya, I think we need to get in touch with a lovely lady I met just a couple of, well, a couple of hours ago at this point. Uh, it's half a day. Anyway, uh, she's very nice and she runs the auto pharmacy. Uh, or at least the robots there. She could potentially get us into these cameras if we had the right sort of information. Um, Fantastic, and I imagine you can't be... Do I assume that I know about what the stuff is found as well? We've I, I will have just... Yeah, so, rather yeah. than... Um, I'll say, I, I found this note. Yeah. It um, came from the autofancy. Because you kind of... You probably also share your Horizon line contacts with each other. Yeah. So you know who neither... Even though you didn't meet her yesterday. And as a result, she was not on your list of people to pick as troublemakers. Because you you've know. not met her. Yeah. You didn't... You didn't... You hadn't seen her that day. Um, and, but it's it's now in your suggested friends in so people you may know because you know the person that, that yeah. they know kind of thing. Um, but yes, yeah, so lovely lady called Anthea. Um, mm-hmm. So you want to go and take a, a wander over to uh, the auto pharmacy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna go back to that cop who I tried to threaten and be like, "Sorry, can I just get your name?" And you don't have to tell me his name, but <laughs> I just want to make it look like I'm gonna follow through yeah. on that previous yeah, yeah. Um He's uh, Greg McKinson. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, it's been lovely to work with you, Greg. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Are you leaving? Yeah, Good. probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, I was going to see if I, I could squeeze anything out of him with a lie, but I'm just like, no, that's fine. I just want to get his name, mm-hmm. make him worry about it for the rest of the day, have it in the back of his head that maybe he shouldn't have intervened. Yeah. But, yeah, fuck you, Greg. Yeah, meanwhile, he goes to his nth donor. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you have something else you would like to investigate, I think the auto pharmacy makes sense. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, cool. You, uh, you make your way into the shopping district. Mm-hmm. Is uh, basically, it looks like a super mall. Like it looks yeah. like the Arnold but outdoors. Well, I mean, that's that's the Liverpool uh, currently has what they call the biggest open super, <laughs> the biggest open um, open air. Open air mall, and it's basically it's just a street with some glass windows over the top of it. But now, yeah. it is a probably a sprawling mass yeah, yeah. of. It, it, yeah. it looks like a mall, but it's just outdoors. There's yeah. a food court and everything. Um, there are there is you you walk down. It's quite easy to find the information of where the auto pharmacy is. It's not like it's hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, you you go in. Okay. Uh, it, it has a quaint like all like all the businesses with shop fronts and in uh, the shopping district. It's, like the it's got a quaint shop. wooden door and there's bells and it's yeah. just like yeah right. And then you go inside and it's like stark clean and, and just robots modern. running. <laughs> a single robot. Yeah. Entirely non-humanoid. Um, I mean, it has the rough idea of a torso and a head and arms sure. because it makes people weird to talk to something that doesn't have a face. Yeah. But it definitely wouldn't pass for humanoid under any stretch of the imagination. Sure. Um, so approaching the uh, robot, I'd say, oh, you must be Luna. Uh, is Anthea around? 
Good morning, citizen. You request Anthea? Yeah, if she's here, uh, you can tell her that her, her brand new friend uh, that she met at the, uh, the Church of Tupac the other day uh, has just stopped by to say hello. Okay, contacting. Anthea will be down in 10 minutes. Great, let's have a look around. There is not a lot to see here. Uh, there is a large touchscreen panel mm-hmm. and a scanning booth. Okay. What's um, the scanning booth? Is it like identify your medical? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's essentially a, a basic diagnostics checkup. Sure. So I am absolutely not going to step into that. Yeah. <laughs> and have my oh, by the way, all of this is you appear to have fake hair. You have. <laughs> Five knives on your person. <laughs> the <laughs> so, authorities have been alerted. Yeah, there is, a, so, and you can tell that for people who have stuff like prescriptions or need to order something specific, there is a large touch screen. Sure. Um, there is a section of luxury, which is the kind of bits that you would find like toiletries, you know, standard pharmacy and stuff like that. Um, there are a couple of cells that are just fully grayed out, and you can't really read what those particular categories are for. Okay. As with all bits of general public interfacing, there is a little scan section there to scan your phone next to for your Horizon Y90. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think I just... Like, so the touchscreen is locked by panels, or...? Uh, no, the touchscreen is available to be put, to poked around on. Sure. Yeah, uh, I, oh, I think... sorry, that's an important thing, there's an important detail okay. I forgot to mention. Yes. So, uh, below, so with the large touchscreen, there yeah. is the scanning point where you can... Uh, there's the kind of like RFID scanning point where you can put your phone up to mm-hmm. and underneath that there is a barcode scanner okay ah okay so the paper that I had let's have a look uh, was barcoded mm-hmm. um, so in, in that case uh, I will scan it whilst we're waiting just to see what pops up yeah you, you, you scan that receipt and um, it brings up brings up a, a handful of information. Um, it brings up the law. It looks like it was an ongoing... Um, repeat prescription. Yeah, repeat prescription. For raw, raw components, s- still. Um, there is there is a, a code of... There's a letter code after raw components. Okay. That doesn't mean anything to you as you look at it. Sure. But so I make note of that code. Yes, you it make is a note of that code. code. It's been a repeat prescription. This is maybe the... Um, how many times has it been filled? Uh, Can I tell that? Third. Okay. For a, an amount of 1,000 milligrams. Okay. And I take it it doesn't specify what the raw components are. It just says... It just says raw components. With these IDs. With the, with the ID code. So there's clearly... You might find raw components with a different code. Sure. Uh, in that case, whilst I am waiting, I'm just going to approach Luna and say, uh, So, Luna, um... My friend was uh, trying to fill, she was trying to collect something for um, a colleague of hers. She seems to be low on, um, on something she needs. It's, uh, I, I'm not really sure of the name of it, but um, we've got this, uh, this code here. Uh, I realize she's a machine, but I'm going to try and lie to her. Oh, no, well, um, you... If I've, if I've got the code, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you read, you read the code to her, um, and she says, that code for raw components is raw components cyanide. Ah, okay. Uh, as it, you know what? I think maybe I got the code wrong. Never it's mind. It's used I'll come in back emergency I... blood pressure medication. 
Um, yeah, I don't think that's what we need. Do you have need. a hard problem? No, I, I must have written the code down wrong. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll come back later when I know what it is. I'll, I'll just wait for Anthea now. Yeah, uh, everyone on cue, Anthea wanders into the uh, downstairs, into, into the main service area. So that's 15 so, like, people, approximately. Uh, oh, hi. hi. Um, good, good, good afternoon. Um, Anthea, it's so nice to see you again. We met at the Church of Tupac the other yes, day. Yes, yes we did. Um, it's, uh, thank you for passing by, although I don't... I oh. guess, I guess, I was gonna, I was gonna be surprised that you, um, um, came here when I didn't give you the address of this, but this is a store <laughs> that you can look up, so that's fine and not creepy at all. Well, um, I mean, a friend of mine, um, here, let me introduce you, and you're still going by Papaya, right? I think yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend here, Papaya, um, she's got a little bit of a medical situation that she needs to talk to someone about. And you were a doctor when you said you were a doctor, and you seemed so trustworthy that I yes. thought you, uh, she. We don't really like to deal with machines. We prefer the human contact. Yeah, uh, the elven oh. contact. No, um, well, no, she's met a human, so human contact is. Yeah. Fine. Oh, um, I haven't done one of those in um a while, and uh, yeah, absolutely. You can uh, do it. My, I have a separate uh, studying clinic upstairs if you want to go up there. Um, she'll go. Um, Papaya, she's, she's really trustworthy. She's a great doctor from what I've heard. And you can rest assured in her hands, you will get exactly what you need. <laughs> so we're in a consulting clinic on the first floor. It looks kind of old-timey, all, all kind of wood panel-y stuff, but the actual like medical equipment and chairs and like a, an inspection table is all immaculate and modern and clean. And uh, she sits down in one chair and pulls up a clipboard and says, uh, if you could just sit in this armchair and just, you know, uh, tell me what's um, wrong. Well, uh, it's a little embarrassing to admit I've also on my age, but um, I've been having some blood pressure issues, shall we say. Uh, yeah. I'm making it sound like an internet problem, and that wasn't my intention. But She's happens. blushing. <laughs> but yes, uh, very, it runs in the family, you see, very high blood pressure. Uh, is there any medicine we can do for that? Oh, um, we do have a... It's not, it's not a drastic issue at the moment, right? You're not, you're not bleeding well, out, so... Well, you see, it, it can be, that's the thing. It, 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 it took, took down my father, unfortunately. What, what drugs are you currently taking for your blood pressure? Well, I'm, I'm currently taking Magical Drug X. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay. This can go one of two ways. This can either be like a negotiation con thing, or if you give me a plot point, there is absolutely a blood pressure medication called Magical Drug X. Of the plot point. Okay. And she's like, yeah, uh... That pharmaceutical company's naming scheme is very odd, but it makes their drugs very popular. <laughs> People just like magical in. It, it, it means that uh, she, she's now going off on what it makes. It makes our job so much harder when people think that, like, uh, medical attention is basically magical. Like, yes, we're now in the sixth world and magic has worked its way into the world again, but drugs are drugs as a science. I don't, I don't get why those should be, um, this been the first time she's hesitated in a little while. She's quite passionate about this. She doesn't get why uh, people want to believe that magic can fix problems when we've come so far in science to fix things. It just makes her so goddamn angry. Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry. Um, I, uh, you got me going. Don't worry. <laughs> you're, you're not 
um, awakened, are you? Uh, no, I'm not personally, no. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, My friends are, though. Huh. That, that Just high blood, staring pointedly. That, that high blood pressure thing is a rage issue. <laughs> you haven't made that clear. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we can... I, we, we, do, we do have Magical Drug X available in, in store, so I'll be able to give you um, some of that if you, uh, you have your prescription on you, or you can set up a new prescription with uh, Horizon Line. Um, you get bonus uh, user rating points for making your first medical purchase with us. With you, the writing points, I'd like to do that for a lot. Actually, wait, no, no, I do have the. You do have what? Prescription! There we go. <laughs> we got there. Everybody was very nervous in that moment of tension. She's just staring, being like, You have what? What do you have? Is it a disease? I have a prescription. Okay, that's good. That's fine. Whew. I'd like to not have to take that. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll pass that over. Um, this is what my doctor gave me last time. Um, she takes the receipt and looks at it and looks very alarmed. <laughs> Where? Hmm. At this point, uh, over the comms, Raz is just going to tune in with, uh, see if you can find out who filled this in last time and say perhaps you've sent a colleague to collect. Um, yeah, I sent, them. I sent one of my staff to get that. I don't remember who uh, it's actually filled with, to be honest. Oh, um, she she uh, was immediately very worried, and then upon you saying that you don't really know what the receipt is about, um, she then s- stops looking as worried. It's like, oh, um, well, I can just go and s- scan that for you. Uh, oh, if you, I'll, 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 if you wouldn't mind, I'll, I'll take that from you. Yeah, there you go. And she wants away. Ooh. Do you let me know that she wanders away? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, she one is out of the room. Do I have any uh, line of sight on... No, her office is upstairs, right? Yeah, her office is upstairs. There is a back room to the ground floor that sure. is accessible by keycard. Okay, has she actually come downstairs? Yes, or... she did. Okay. Um, as I see her come downstairs, I act uh, alarmed. I'm like, Anthea, um, my, my friend, is she okay? And then I just walk past the counter past Luna and straight over to Anthea and interrupt wherever she's going and just walk in front of her. Yeah, um, Anthea was about to try and walk up to... There's there's basically a door to the back room next to where Luna is at sure. the service desk and she wanted to walk into the back room on the ground floor. Yeah. Which you've interrupted her doing. Yes. Um, and she's like, ah, um, yes, uh, your your friend is fine. She just has... Uh, you, seem, you, just, you just seem so worried when you came downstairs. You seem really nervous. What's... Is there something we can do? I mean, is there something you'd like to talk about? And I, 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 I get this, this within is, her personal space yeah. as close as a reasonable. This not, is the point where you're going to have to start making a roll to get yeah, something out of her. Exactly. She is very nervous yeah, as a person, exactly. so um, this isn't going to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know that it would be. It would be persuasion rather than intimidation. I don't have that as a skill either. Negotiation is the persuasion roll in. Uh, oh, in that case, then yes, I have that. Um, there is two successes, but I can reroll two. Uh, nope, still two. Just, just two successes. Are you happy with that level of success? Um, no, not really. Ah, that's much nicer. There's three more. So that's a five total. Five. Uh, yeah. Um, what's going on? She. What's going on? Yeah. Closes her eyes and swallows hard. 
and is like you're not um you're not radio DJs um, are you why don't we go upstairs and talk to my friend about her medical issue sure um Luna yes uh we're closed for the next hour of course and they uh she goes with you um she goes with you upstairs. I don't know why I'm umming and ahhing now, I'm not her. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you make your way back up to the, the inspection room on the first floor. So, Anthea. And I dropped the accent completely. I'm like, so, um, why don't you tell me who this prescription is being filled by? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's, it's kind of obvious with the only auto pharmacy in town that would put... I mean, who was bringing the prescription... To you. No, I can't. Uh, mm. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Um, my friend here does actually have a medical condition. We call it knife hands. Um, it's it's a very unfortunate condition. He's She's affected with, and he turns to papaya. <laughs> yeah, she's. It's it's really unfortunate. Uh, yeah, she. Very, she's terrified of both of you. You don't even need to kind of roll for the idea of that. But also, she's like, well, it's not even, it's not even like a money issue. Like, they, they did give me money, but, oh, mm, I, yeah. You're not going to be able to suspend it for very long if you don't get information. Neither if I die of poisoning. Well, that's true, but why would that happen? Uh, she is... Who exactly is going to poison the only pharmacologist? Uh, no, she's, she's like, I, I, I do have a, a, an earpiece feed through to Luna. I heard the conversation you had downstairs. Okay. Um, so... Well, I don't um, remember what the conversation was. Then you asked Luna what, those, what, what the prescription of that code was for, and she's oh, like, that's sure. for cyanide used in emergency blood pressure medication. Sure. Uh, to which Anthea heard and was like, fuck. <laughs> And she owns up to the fact that that is indeed a cyanide prescription mm-hmm. um, and that she doesn't we don't just give those out like you know but also I, I, I genuinely super kept, like I'm scared of those claws but I you be. you wouldn't um, Murder somebody press ganged into doing something that they have to do. Not if they gave us the information about who was doing the press ganging. Yeah, but then if I do that, then I'm just gonna be murdered anyway, right? Not if we stop them. Mm, I don't believe that you can. Can I try to persuade her otherwise? You can. Um, are, are there any extra benefits to this considering she's terrified and... Yeah, you could do this at plus two. Okay, cool. Total of five. Yeah, um, she... She sobs. Uh, I was like, uh, mm. Okay, uh, it's... All I can, all I can tell, tell you, hopefully this is fine, hopefully this is fine. <laughs> I remember Horizon. Can you please leave? Nope. It's... Okay, so, uh, they, they came in here, um... Mostly, they they asked for um, an upgrade to their uh, Horizon Line account where they could place orders. It's normally I place orders, or Luna would place the orders if we uh, she you do the scan. Mm-hmm. But um, they are able to purchase stuff just directly, and I thought they'd be using that for like you know morphine or caffeine pills, like 
they could work really hard. They could probably do with staying awake more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't figuring that it would be that until, you know, uh, they came in for a second order. I'm Clay. The, her phone stops ringing on the desk. Mm. She's like, ah, and she goes over and um, picks up the phone and listens to somebody on the other end and then hangs up and says, like, can you please leave? She's in tears. Sure. Let's go. Thank you for continuing on this wild noir ride of the talent agency. I've grown a lot as a game master during my time writing and running these missions, but designing an interactive mystery is a new and fascinating challenge. Is Shadowrun Anarchy really built to handle these cyber Scooby-Doo antics? Well, not exactly, but it's not punk unless you're pushing some boundaries. If you're digging the neon noir vibes of it all though, you might enjoy some of the visual novels I've written. Before getting into podcasting, I did a fair few game jams and I love writing queer and campy crime stories. You can head to sixofspades.itch.io to play some of them. I heartily recommend Thought Police and Kenneth Rice, Vampire Detective. Yes, that really is a game that I've written. Now, back to the show. working radio 24-7. It's the base of operations for Horizon. And in fact, uh, it's where the 24-hour, 24-7 radio station is, is held. So you know that the fourth floor is always going to be manned with at minimum Zeke. Uh, yeah, let's go see Diego. Cool. Okay. Uh, both uh, of you? I will follow your lead, yeah. you, you make your way to the uh, throne dive bar. It's after the lunch rush. They serve food here? Wow. <laughs> Diego is uh, at a table uh, drinking a coffee. Okay, um, is the bar relatively quiet or busy? It's pretty quiet today. It's after the lunch rush. So people have now moved out. Um, there's not really... Uh, you would you would, th- you would think that at the height of Shadowrun activity, this place would be bustling at all hours, but considering it's during the day, uh, they kind of swear people off going here, and it's not even like it's not even food serving hours right now. Anyway, it's pretty quiet. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna sidle up into the same table as Diego mm-hmm. and introduce him to my fellow runner. Hey, 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 how's it going? Um, Back into persona he, of Joe um, Bark. Yes, uh, he looks quite sad today. Actually, uh, it's uh, good. Good to meet you gesturing vaguely with none of the oomph that you saw him kind of gesture or pointed you yell at the day before when he had his energy. I get the impression this person uh, knows some of the people we met recently in the town square. It's not a big city. Sharon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say God bless, but they're not really like a deific kind of um, society really, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just a shame, you know. At least, at least there were police, at least there were police there today, you know. Um, 
Yeah. Is that unusual then? They don't normally turn up at all, or they just no. I, I mean, I guess in the I guess in the general scheme of things, they are there. It's just what they do is minimal, um, and they might just you know. I swear they're more as cleaners most of the time. You know, make oh, the yes. area clean again. Not like assassins. I I, I realize that I'm speaking to potential <laughs> shadow runners and cleaners mean multiple different things. Um, they're, no, they're not, not, they're not headmen. I mean, it's just, you know, death isn't great for community morale, he says, forcing a terrible looking smile. Um, so they probably want to close it down as quickly as they can and then handle it all behind the scenes. Uh, I, I assume that probably by now they've probably cleaned up the crime scene. There's nothing there. So, uh, really, really... Out of the box question here. How did you vote? Oh, um, I voted for who did I vote for yesterday? Uh, no, I voted for Liam. Well, I did too. I mean, he was a bit for you. <laughs> so this vote happens frequently. Oh, daily. Um, there's a midnight vote. Sure. Uh, for the most part, it's just um, think of it. it there's the individual peer reading system mm-hmm. where you were. Uh, if somebody was really nice to you or really mean to you, you can just, you know, rate them up or rate them down or whatever. But those are quite abstract. Uh, there is a tally at the end of the day uh, to kind of just generally aggregate, usually in a period of uh, sleep, uh, you know, you where yeah, you I highlight, you know, people who are troublemakers. And it makes sense, right, where you sure. vox popular yeah. ask everyone. Clue unlocked. The Midnight Vote. A group survey to highlight problematic users. It's accessed in a sleeping or daydreaming state. Your vote is weighted by your Horizon Line user rating. So, you've known people that have gone missing previously. Yeah. Do you happen to remember what their voting position was? Their their ranking? Did well, Sharon, in the listing yesterday, did she show up? differently to you? Did she Was she highlighted in any way? Or? I mean, I saw Sharon yesterday, so she was on the list. I mean, in the, in the, in the list. Um, oh. After the vote. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they were uh, highlighted as okay. people. Um, I think that highlighting, if I remember correctly... To let you uh, know that they're troublemakers. They're yeah, a lot of people said so. So it's kind of like a general alert sure. that lots of people have said. Which isn't always like, you know, there have been people who have like three or four stars who do something dumb in public. And, and they then everybody, And then it, they're highlighted, but sure. that doesn't mean that they die. That's absurd. But... Mickey... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Do you remember they, they were well, um, was just always low. He he refused to interact with he wasn't uh, real Horizon He didn't really connect with us much, so his score was low on average. Generally, if you are, if you don't use Horizon Line by default, your score is going to be pretty low. But did you ever see your brother highlighted? As a troublemaker? Oh, previously, yeah, we caused all sorts of shit. Um, right. You mean when, when he uh, when he passed? Well, he was um, gone for a couple of days before. Mm. Um, well, then presumably he wouldn't have shown up in your list because you didn't see him, right? Oh, you mean the day before he died? No, I didn't because I didn't see him that day. That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's real unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> 
So did you come here just to make me feel bad? Or? Oh, absolutely, yeah, that's, that's always my goal. Of course not, mate, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, you, you'll have to forgive so me. So pissy. It's, it's okay. Why are you here? Go away. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, my, my friend here says you're looking for help, and we're looking to help. I'm just trying to, we can't really do much without any information, and you, you've obviously been looking to, into this for a while. You're saying you haven't managed to gather any, anything of value well, this entire time? I haven't poked around much, because, hey... Wow, I, you seem real dedicated. I don't want to, well, no. there's, a, there's a difference between, um, you know, this community works in Vox Populi, right? Mm. So, uh, one guy being difficult. What's the term? The uh, sticking up screw gets the, the sticking up nail gets the hammer. Mm. But if you're all misbehaving, then what what's the rating system going to do if none of you care? Um, no, that makes sense. But so I'm trying to gather around support, you know, but I don't want to shake the word says because frankly, and he looks at you, I don't want to die. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely uh, one way of looking at it. Also not a fan of dying, personally. Mm. Mm. Do you know anyone on the inside? Anyone that works for Horizon at all? Uh, personally. Um, Have you got any living like, Shadowrun contacts at this point? Oh, well, uh, there are a handful of... He, he, he lists off a couple names of people who are... Uh, um, Shadowrunners who have retired, Shadowrunners who have like moved, because it's real difficult to get Shadowrunning gigs in a town so closely monitored yeah. and heavily monitored, it's easier to just move. Um, but he clearly has immediate family that live here, so he's not moving. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess uh, he felt that after Julio died out of sheer obstinacy, he would rather try and change people's minds than just leave. Sure. Uh, he might over time just give up on that and just leave. Yeah, can't fight the man. You can do jobs against the man. <laughs> yeah, you can steal from the man, but can't beat the man a lot of the time. When did the vote start? Oh, the votes have been part of this for forever. I I think. Since well, before Horizon or? Oh no, as part of the 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 general implementation of Horizon Line. And all of us being connected to that system, it seems that part of the general OS is that that kind of daily vote was a key part of the social betterment, along with the really annoying music outside. Like, it's really relaxing, but it's not my jam. So, yeah, the, 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 the voting has existed for long enough where actually that doesn't surprise people as part of the general thing. Upon thinking about it, it's like, yeah, like the people who, like, as, he told, as he told you when you were talking before, uh, the people who have died as of late haven't been popular people. That is undeniable because the community <coughs> is small enough to know the people who have died and those people were not well liked. Um, but he's not, he's not in a position to kind of pull up data and do trend analysis because sure, he's not that kind of person. We think the votes have something to do with people who are dying. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like people are quite on the troublemakers, on the troublemakers are being, uh... Sounds like it's been done for the, uh... I mean, I can't help but feel partially responsible for at least Leo dying. Great. Great. (laughs) So, Leo and, uh, Sharon, did they have much history beyond fighting that other night? Mm. Sharon's been doing her best. Sure. Like... Her, her change of heart was relatively recent, but she's been putting it back in. But not everyone is super willing to forgive her, I guess. Um, like, I am, obviously. Uh, the Church of Tupac, obviously. 
Carmelina is always really judgmental of people who break the rules. Uh, Horizon in general, you know, well, we don't really talk to them if we can help it, and if we do, <clears throat> it never seems how we interact with some of them particularly go right. Uh, there's a really tired guy. Uh, I I bumped into him in the coffee line once, and he rated me down twice. Well, it's a real fair system. Hey, when you run the system, yeah, you can system. do what you want. Yeah, that makes sense. Sounds like the local populace just get shit on while everybody else uh, does whatever the hell they want. I mean, okay. It's just, I, I feel some type of way about this. I, I wish Horizon weren't running this, mm. but the system kind of works. Not the deaths, that's obviously not... But that's not what this... At least it didn't used to be, right? Like, we, we got on. It was a bit restrictive, and going to bed early sucks, but... Yeah, the system is interesting. Um... Thanks for your time, Diego. It's it's been enlightening. Yeah, it's been real. I'm sorry that you've uh, you know your personal losses, and obviously you you seem to get along with Sharon pretty well. So I'm sorry that happened. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you want to like give a eulogy to him or something on your slot, that'd be cool. Well, I I was actually thinking about it. Um, obviously, you know, we shouldn't let people pass like this without at least acknowledging them, even if they were not particularly viewed in a positive light. Everybody deserves a second chance after they're dead. Mm. <coughs> That'd be real. Uh, he picks up a little bit. That'll be real nice of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm certain we can work something out. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll catch you later. I, I think your slot's soon. Yeah, we are on our way. Got a balance. The talent agency, and we'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency, Mission Midnight in the Perfect World. On this mission, you've been listening to Alicia as Papaya and Ray as Razzmatax. I'm your GM, Nate. The theme music is Ammonia Clouds by Blank Banshee. This mission's special recap music is Another 24, Another 7 by Triaz. Additional sound effects provided by freesound.org. Stay dangerous and stay weird, friends.